Blessed be God, who enables us, through the Holy Spirit, to praise his holy name. Let us therefore bless the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, by proclaiming, Blessed be God forever. With this podcast, we gather to listen to God's holy word. In order to prepare our hearts for this task, we begin by acknowledging our sins and saying the following act of contrition. O my God, I repent with my whole heart of all of my sins. I detest them, for it is by them that I deserve the loss of heaven and all the sufferings of hell. But it is also by them that most of all I have offended you, infinite goodness. And it is because of this I firmly resolve, with the help of your grace, a grace that I ask you to grant me now and always, that I will do what penance I can, and desire to rather die than offend you again. Amen. O Lord, be in our hearts, and on our lips, and shown in our lives, so that we may proclaim and know the word of the Lord in the name of your Son, Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember the days past, after you had been enlightened? You endured a great contest of suffering. At times you were publicly exposed to abuse and affliction. At other times you associated yourselves with those so treated. You even joined in the sufferings of those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property, knowing that you had a better and lasting possession. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence. It will have great recompense. You need endurance to do the will of God and receive what he has promised. For, after just a brief moment, he who is to come shall come, he shall not delay, but my just one shall live by faith, and if he draws back I take no pleasure in him. We are not among those who draw back and perish, but among those who have faith and will possess life. The Word of the Lord The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. Trust in the Lord and do good, that you may dwell in the land and be fed in security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will grant you your heart's request. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. Commit to the Lord your way, trust in him, and he will act. He will make justice dawn for you like the light. Bright as the noonday shall be your vindication. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. By the Lord are the steps of a man made firm, and he approves his way. Though he falls, he does not lie prostrate, for the hand of the Lord sustains him. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. The salvation of the just is from the Lord. He is their refuge in time of distress, and the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord.
Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to the little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land, and would go and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. Of its own accord the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed that when it is sown in the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the sky can dwell in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to understand it. Without parables, he did not speak to them. But to his own disciples, he explained everything in private. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. If a man draws back, God will take no pleasure in him. These are the words that we find in our first reading today from the book of Hebrews. Because we're told that after a brief moment, he who is to come shall come, and he will not delay. We are told in Hebrews that the just are to live by faith, and if they draw back, they become one of those who draw back and perish. A lot of us don't understand what this means, but it's basically a call to perseverance, to persevere in the gospel, to not let anything hinder you from reaching heaven. And that's something a lot of us miss. We find in the gospel reading today, two times we're told about how faith is like a seed that grows up, that uh, becomes a great, big, huge tree, like a mustard seed, becomes a huge mustard plant. And the one thing we miss from the gospel is this line. Of its own accord, the land yields fruit. What kind of land are you? What kind of ground are you? You see, the sower is sowing the word. He scatters some onto the walk path, and people walk on it, trample it underfoot. Birds of the air come take it away. He throws some seeds somewhere else, and it lands them on rocky ground 
there's a little bit of a sprout, but because of the rocks, it can't really get any roots, and it soon withers away because it doesn't have any roots. It can't get any nutrients from the soil. The sun burns it up. And then there's the other ground that's among thorns, where the thorns squeeze and squeeze and destroy it. It's grown, but because it's squeezed, it doesn't bear fruit. It's no better off than a weed. And then there's the other ground that is the good ground, where the 160 and 100 fold happens. And that's the one where we become like the, the, the full harvestable plant that can be brought in. This is what the just hold on to faith for. I've seen many men in my time going through the seminary and considering the priesthood and even seen it in myself when I was basically let go without really an answer as to why Oh, I had a lot of people say, oh, this person said it, this person said it. But yeah, when that person said it or this other person said it, there was somebody else that said, don't listen to them. They don't know because they're not the ones that make the ultimate decision. The funniest thing of all was when Bishop Braxton actually said, you should listen to the seminary. And I go, what's the seminary telling me that I'm not that, that a couple months ago I wasn't supposed to listen to? He didn't answer the question. I went through everything. I did everything that I was asked to do, especially during my pastoral year. And at the end of the day, I got a letter from Kenrick Seminary telling me that they weren't going to receive me. And because I wasn't being received by them, I was no longer being considered for the priesthood. That was really all that I got. Because a seminary wouldn't take a chance on me, I was deemed to be not fit to become a priest. There was no real answer. Part of it was it was a seminary for young people, and I was too advanced and aged. And they thought something about the way my attitude was would be disruptive to their community. No real explanation of what that was. But there's a lot of inferences from other people that I can take. And it just shows that they really didn't take the time to really look at me. But that's another conversation for another day. But it shows you that when that happens, it's really easy to walk away from a church and say, well, if you don't believe it, I'm going to go somewhere else. I still go to church. I attend a local parish in my area. I try to call one of them home that's in my vicinity. I've been told by one that because I didn't want to be climbed all over that I shouldn't come back because uh, the pastor needed to talk to me to set me straight. And I go, no. It's not that you disrespect me and climb all over me and I have to keep bending over and letting you hurt me and treat me like trash. When are you guys going to respect me and show me the dignity that I am due as a human being? And the guy said, well, if you're going to have that attitude, you leave. He didn't understand my point. And yeah, I probably sound like I'm being contentious, but at the same time, 
Why should I be treated like a lesser human being than anyone else in that church to be able to go there? Nobody should be able to treat me the way that they assume that I treated them. I have autism. I don't like to be touched. I don't like it when somebody comes in at the five-minute mark of mass when we're at the curie and wants to climb over me to get to a spot when there are other spots in the church that they can go to. I shouldn't have to explain my autism to be respected and treated with the dignity that a human being should be treated with. And I shouldn't be told to leave because of it. Jesus said, shake the dust from your soles of your feet from those that won't receive your peace. And so I went to another church. Because any time that you are the only one that has to change, you're in abusive relationship. When nobody else can see whether or not they've done something wrong to you, they are abusers, manipulators. Ask anyone that's ever been in an abusive relationship, that, that whether they're a woman that's been abused in a domestic situation or any other. Victim blaming is a real thing. And it can cause people to walk away from the church. I left the church because of Pastor so-and-so or that person that sat in the pew that wouldn't talk to me. I had a man tell me once that he left the Catholic Church because there were so many dead people in the pews that didn't live out their faith. He had to go someplace where people weren't wet blankets, that they were on fire for the Lord, and it happened to be a Protestant church and teaching all the evils of the Catholic Church. I had a man ask me, shouldn't we be more about the kingdom of God inside of us than a church building that we go to on Sunday. And I had to point out to him, only Satan looks at the world that way. Only Satan wants to be a part of a kingdom of God that doesn't include other people and require you to be in a community with other people. You join a football team, you're going to have to follow the rules that football is all about. You, you join a basketball team, you have to play basketball according to the rules that that league sets up. That is, if you want to be a part of a team, be a part of what you're called to be a part of. Go and make disciples of all the nations. Well, what if they don't want to do what the church tells them to do? Treat them like they're the heathen. If they will not hear the church, treat them like they're outside the church because they're acting that way. You have to mix faith with your actions you have to persevere you have to find where you fit in the body of Christ just because you're an eye doesn't mean you don't need a hand or if you're an ear you don't need a foot not everybody can be an eye not everybody can be a hand the body has many members 
And some of our members are hurting because we aren't out there loving them with the love of Jesus. Because we have not revealed to the little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Because we don't understand that it is our duty to sow seed. It is our duty to water. It is our duty to cultivate all those of the earth. And remember, man, that you are dust. And unto the earth you shall return. We who have listened to your word and pondered its meaning now turn to you to declare our faith in response by saying, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men, and our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death, and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. At the invitation of Christ we come, dear Father, to await before your throne. We stand here not in our own righteousness, but we are clothed with the righteousness of Jesus Christ, your Son. As a result, we who have received your grace and our hearts, which are warmed by your Holy Spirit, now are inclined to praise you and say, Blessed are you, Lord, our God and God of our fathers, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, the great, mighty, and awesome God, God supreme, who extends loving kindness and is master of all who remembers the gracious deeds of our forefathers, and who has brought a Redeemer with love to their children's children for his name's sake. King, Helper, Savior, and Protector, blessed are you, Lord, Protector of Abraham. Your might is eternal, O Lord, who revives the dead, powerful in saving, who makes the wind to blow and the rain to fall, who sustains the living with loving kindness, who revives the dead with great mercy, who supports the fallen, heals the sick, frees the captive, and keeps faith with the dead. Who is like you, Almighty, and who resembles you, O King, who can bring death and give life?
and make salvation blossom forth. And faithful are you to revive the dead. Blessed are you, Lord, who makes the dead live. You are holy, and your name is holy, and those who are holy shall praise you every day. Blessed are you, Lord, the holy God. You grant knowledge to man and teach understanding to humans. From your own self, favor us with knowledge, understanding, and sense. Blessed are you, Lord, giver of knowledge. Return us, our Father, to your word, and draw us closer, our King, to your worship, and bring us back before you in complete repentance. Blessed are you, Lord, who desires repentance. Forgive us, our Father, for we have sinned. Pardon us, our King, for we have transgressed. For you are a pardoner and forgiver. Blessed are you, Lord, the gracious one who forgives abundantly. Look upon us in our suffering and fight our struggles. Redeem us speedily for your name's sake, for you are a mighty Redeemer. Blessed are you, Lord, Redeemer of Israel. Heal us, O Lord, and we shall be healed. Save us, and we shall be saved. For you are our glory. Send complete healing for our every illness. For you, Divine King, are the faithful, merciful physician. Blessed are you, Lord, who heals the sick of his people Israel. Bless this year for us, O Lord our God, and all its varied produce, that it be for good. Provide dew and rain as a blessing on the face of the earth. Satisfy us with your goodness, and bless this year like the good years. Blessed are you, Lord, who blesses the years. Sound the great shofar to proclaim our freedom. Lift up a banner for the ingathering of our exiles, and bring us together from the four corners of the earth. Blessed are you, Lord, who gathers together the dispersed of his people Israel. Restore our judges as at the first, and our counselors as in the beginning, removing from us sorrow and sighing. Rule over us, you alone, O Lord, with kindness and mercy, and vindicate us in the judgment. Blessed are you, Lord, King who loves righteousness and judgment. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of his glorious majesty forever and ever. On the righteous and the saintly, on the elders of your people, the house of Israel, and on their surviving scholars, on the true proselyte and on ourselves, 
Let your compassion flow, O Lord our God. Grant a good reward to all who sincerely trust in your name. Place our lot with them forever, and let us not be ashamed. For in you do we trust. Blessed are you, Lord, the support and security of the righteous. To Jerusalem, your city, return with compassion, and dwell within it as you promised. Rebuild it soon in our days as an everlasting structure, and speedily establish in its midst the throne of David. Blessed are you, Lord, builder of Jerusalem. Concerning the offspring of your servant David, Jesus Christ, quickly cause him to flourish and lift up his power by your deliverance. For your deliverance we constantly hope. Blessed are you, Lord, who makes the glory of deliverance to flourish. Hear our voice, O Lord, our God. Show compassion and mercy to us. Accept our prayers with mercy and favor. For you are a God who hears prayers and supplications. And from your presence, O God, turn us not away empty. For you hear the prayer of your people Israel with compassion. Blessed are you, Lord, who hears prayer. Favorably receive, O Lord our God, your people Israel and their prayer. Restore the worship to your temple in Zion. Receive with love and favor the offerings of Israel and their prayer. And may the worship of your people Israel always be favorably received by you. May our eyes behold your return to Zion in mercy. Blessed are you, Lord, who restores his divine presence to Zion. We give thanks unto you, who are the Lord our God, and God of our fathers for all eternity. You are the strength of our lives, the shield of our deliverance. In every generation we shall thank you and declare your praise for our lives that are entrusted into your hand and for our souls that are in your care and for your miracles that are daily with us and for your wondrous deeds and goodness that occur at all times, evening, morning, and noon. You are the benevolent one, for your mercies are never ended, the compassionate one, for your deeds of kindness do not stop. Always have we placed our hope in you. For all this, O our King, May your name be always blessed and exalted forever and ever. All the living will forever thank you and praise your name in truth. O God, our eternal salvation and help. Blessed are you, Lord, whose name is goodness. It is pleasing to give thanks to you. Establish peace, well-being, blessing, grace, loving-kindness, and mercy upon us, and upon all Israel, your people. Bless us, our Father, all of us as one, 
by the light of your presence. For by the light of your presence have you given us, O Lord, our God, a Torah of life, love of kindness, justice, blessing, compassion, life, and peace. And it is good in your sight to bless your people Israel at all times and in every hour with your peace. Blessed are you, Lord, who blesses his people Israel with peace. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. My God, guard my tongue from evil and my lips from speaking deceit. Let my soul be silent to them that curse me. Yes, let my soul be like dust unto all. Open my heart to your word, and let my soul pursue your commandments. And all who think evil against me quickly annul their designs and frustrate their intentions. May it be your will, O Lord, our God and God of our fathers, that no person be jealous of me nor I of others, that I not become angry, and that I not anger you. Save me from the evil inclination, and place humility in my heart. Do it for the sake of your name, and for the sake of your might, for the sake of your holiness, for the sake of your word, in order that your loved ones may be saved. Save me, through your might, and answer my prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O God, my strength and my Redeemer. May he who makes peace in the heavens make peace for us and for all Israel, and say, Amen. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace and glorify the Lord with how we live among others. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to our podcast today and adding your prayers to ours. As a result of those who have been generous in giving donations to this particular podcast through the buymeacoffee.com backslash detesh link, we now add the following prayer. Dear Father, because you have loved us and have given to us, we love you and give to you in return. Help us to never give reluctantly or under compulsion, but cheerfully. For we remember Jesus Christ, who though he was rich, for our sakes became poor, that through his poverty we might become rich. We therefore pray for all of our benefactors, who have supported this ministry with financial donations through the buymeacoffee.com backslash link. 
That is buymeacoffee, one word, dot com, backslash, D-T-E-S-H link. For we thank you for all their time and provincial support, which enables us to fulfill this ministry that you have entrusted to us. As a result, we pray for their personal intentions, knowing that you have a good plan for each one of our lives. For those who are ill, we pray for your healing touch to be upon them. For those who are in need of a job, we ask that the doors of employment open to them. For those in need of hope, we ask that your light will scatter the darkness in their life and fill them with your love. We ask for peace to reign in each one of their hearts and the hearts of their loved ones. For those who are lukewarm, we ask that you will fan the flame of a new passion for your name in their hearts. For the lost, we ask that you enfold them in your loving embrace so that they can know how to be near to you who are close at hand to each one of us. For those who are brokenhearted, we ask that your touch would mend their hearts. For those in need of mercy, we ask that they will know the healing balm of your forgiveness. For those in need of grace, we ask that you lavishly pour forth your grace in abundance. For those struggling with addictions, we ask that you set them free from these chains. For those who are in fear, we ask that they may come to know that you are greater than all things because you are the perfect love that cast out fear. For those who are in sorrow and mourning, we ask that you turn their tears into joy. And for those who are healthy, with peace and joy, we praise you, Lord, and we ask you to continue to secure them in those graces. Grant, we pray, O Heavenly Father, that all of our families, all of our friends, and every one of our benefactors will one day meet you face to face in your heavenly kingdom. We know that we can never repay you for the gift of salvation that you give us, for the very eternal life that you want to impart to us, and the cleansing of sin that you willingly provide, as well as the peace and joy that are ours in Christ Jesus. But we do ask that you accept all those who have given to Detach Catholic Place through the buymeacoffee.com backslash D-T-E-S-H link as a means of showing our recognition of your love for us and our gratitude for you. In Jesus' name, amen.